Yeah, I'm muted. Lock Talk Radio.
off and leave them right there Tell me you love me even if you don't I wanna make love tonight, I don't care Yeah, just ride it out Just ride it out, ride it out Listen, have you been right at the point of ready? Perfect shoes, perfect dress, perfect hair, perfect makeup, and you look a fool. Well, we're going to stop all that right now. Kevin Foster is the person for you. Aside from him being able to travel to you, being known for his white tape series, he offers a unique experience that's very, very inexpensive. It'll be worth the money that you spend. Prices start at $125. If you would like an appointment with Kevin, call 770-407-9025 to set an appointment. Tell him that the Empress sent you. It's Instagram, Facebook, or on KFOS Photography. Tell him the Empress sent you. The Empire is a place where I talk, you talk, but everybody gets to talk. It's where you can speak openly, honestly, and without worry or hesitation about being politically correct. It's your forum to discuss what matters to you and to me. Individual expressions are boring and they can create nothing but a monologue. Who wants to know all about just me? I want to know about you. So if you want to tell it like it is, the empire is where it's going to go down. Check Facebook or my website for show times and days as those days and times may change. For more information, contact me at EmpressCooperDavidson at gmail.com or by my website at www.TheEmpress.com. For when the empire speaks, the empress listens. Hello, Empire. Hey, baby, it's about to go down. It's about to be grown. So let's go ahead and get the disclaimer out the way. Tonight, you're going to hear the F-bomb. I can actually say it now. I don't even have to say the F-bomb because tonight is politically correct because the topic tonight is whether we're making love or we're just getting fucked. I said it. Like I said, the F-word. F, F, F. Yes, we're with our guest tonight, Mr. Midas Touch himself, Mr. Sean Bayonne. Bayonne, but we're going to call him Midas tonight because he was the inspiration for this. Mr. Sean, are you there and can you hear me, honey? Yes, I'm on the line. Okay, I got to give you some applause. All right. I love it. I'm trying to get you pumped. I'm trying to get you all excited. <laughs> because, listen, they give me... They give me the opportunity to grade the shows, whether this is going to be a PG show, a R-rated show, a X show, or a show that I want to maybe do private because it's just going to be just down nasty. You know, they'll let you broadcast anything on social media, and social media is not just uh, blog talk radio, of course. We got Facebook. We got Twitter. We got Instagram. We got all kinds of stuff. We got Periscope that is like fully live, and your girl is on Periscope, so I need you to check me out, just search it by the same name, the Empress, and I ain't going to get naked, but tonight I'm going to be verbally naked pretty much, because when I tell you I saw something that Mr. Midas Touch himself is known for in in, 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 in all the world now, because like it's everywhere. Like I, I had people contacting me, asking me who in the hell who is this dude? Like, where, where do you find this? I didn't find this guy. This is just like a lion's thing. This is like a Leo thing. And, oh, my God, 
I'm hoping that he's prepared to do a piece for us tonight. But beside that, we just want to talk about sex. And, and I didn't know that there was, no, I do, I'm going to take this back. Okay, I'm a nurse, so I kind of know that sex is biology. I know you put the dinky dinky in the hole and then stuff happens, secretion form and all this other good stuff. But this idea that there's a difference between that biology and other types of sex is just like mind blowing to me and to a lot of other people. And Midas is going to bring it, bring it forth tonight because he is our guest expert. Mr. Midas Touch. Now, in case nobody knows who you are, sir, go ahead and introduce yourself before they get all hot and bothered by you. Let, let's let's do that. Let's get the formalities out of the way. I'm still trimming off of you uh, putting it in the dinky hole. I'm still <laughs> trying to process that one. Uh, so my name is Sean Bayon. I go by uh, Midas Touch as a poet. And uh, so I'm at, currently working on two books, one on relationships and uh, one book of poetry, which I finished all of the content for. We just have to get the graphics and everything together. So, hey, let's uh, let's jump right into it. Okay. So, first of all, I saw, I've, I've seen, I've, I've searched the internet. I'm just going to go ahead and just tell the truth. I have searched looking for your videos, what you've been related to, and they're not all the time uh, this type of explicitity, if that's the word. It's not always about sex. But particularly this subject, I know, you know, a lot of people want to say, you know, men to think about, but I think that you had a very uh, different take on this, I I, want to fuck piece. Like, I I was not, I didn't even, I did see the little asterisk, because, you know, when you see the asterisk, you know it's going to be something explicative that is going to (laughs) be talked about. But when you, when you, first of all, do you mind or is it too early to do that piece or do you want to get into the conversation first? Because we're going to have some other people to, to call in because the lines are already filling up. I don't know if they have questions or if they're just wanting to hear you say what you got to say or actually this piece because it's amazing. Like this this is this is good. I, I want to, I, I mean, I think I want you to do that if you can, if that's okay. I would, I'd love to do the piece. Um Let's can we move it a little farther down the timeline, maybe like thirty minutes in or so. Let's uh Okay. You know, let's let's get into yeah. the discussion and then when I when I do the piece then people will kind of understand what it is that, that I'm talking mm. about. Mm-hmm. So that. we're gonna do a little we yeah, do a little verbal foreplay before we just get to fucking on on air. Okay, I get it. I get it. I am with you. Okay, first of all, explain to us the diff like and and I think that there is a female position with regards to sexual experience, whether it's making love or fucking. With regard to a male's perspective, is there more than just one type of sexual activity? Is is making love an option to fucking? Are they something? Tell us what those two things are, if you can just kind of give it from a male's perspective. With men, we definitely we definitely have a difference, right? So there's there's more than one. You can just have sex, and you can have fucking, and you can make love. And the making mm-hmm. love is not so much uh, for men as a determination as it is the mood, the moment, you know, the ambiance, what it is between the two of you. If there is a connection, if you feel that synergistic transfer of energy between one another, then you can make love without mm-hmm. being in a you know in a long term relationship with somebody or being married to them, so on and so forth. It's possible to do it. I think where a lot mm-hmm. of people make the 
mistake is is that after the physical act takes place, they don't see the love that they would in turn encounter in a committed relationship or marriage, so on and so forth. So they think that because that love that would be in that marriage after the fact isn't there, they think that they didn't make love. You can make love without you know, with, without that sort of uh, relationship commitment. I mean, of course, the, the ideal thing would be to have that commitment, but it's not absolutely necessary to do so. Okay. Okay, so you don't have to be in a long-term relationship to make love. So I actually was explaining this this show to be happening and, and, and actually inboxed a couple of guys who are always talking about making love and they ain't in a relationship. I would say that most women think that you have to be in some length of relationship to make love. Now, since you made that clear that that's not a necessity, can you get stuck in a make love and not ever get hooked? Because I understood that those were two separate things and two separate types of relationships. So now that I'm wrong, can you get stuck and not know how to <laughs> how, yes. can you make love well, and not know how to fuck? Okay, so tell us the yeah, difference. I mean, it's, what is it's difference? definitely possible. It's definitely possible, mm-hmm. but then it's also about perspective. So you could take um, let's just backtrack just a bit. So I say that you don't have to be in a committed relationship in order to make love, but you could also be okay. in a committed relationship for a long time. You could be married to someone and never make love. You could be in a you could be in a marriage where all you do is fuck or just have sex with with no feeling or connection in between it. That's possible. I mean, ask women who who have been married and it turned that, that period right before they actually get divorced where they're no longer turned on by their husband, but they still give of themselves to him. I mean, they're not making love. They're having mm-hmm, sex. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and okay. so that, that, that just kind of, you know, gave that the opposite end of the uh, of that perspective in that you don't have to be in a relationship to in order to make love. Now, with with that, Ooh. if you're in a committed relationship and you say you make love, it's like, well, I don't, my husband and I don't fuck, or my wife and I don't fuck, we make love. So it's always a connection there. I think that once you lose the connection, that, that mm-hmm. synergistic, emotional, you know, that energy, once that energy, uh, uh, the, the energy line has been broken, then you are fucking, uh-huh, or at the very uh-huh. least, just having sex. You know, uh-huh. fucking, you know, has a bad connotation. So you take two people who don't know each other, and they always, you know, hook up. They get together. They do stuff. She's not attached to him. He's not attached to her. It's just a uh-huh. physical satisfaction sort of thing. You consider that fucking. Some people take fucking as to be rough sex or sex that is uh, that's a little more risque or, or sex that's a little more exciting. So you're doing it in places uh-huh. that you don't normally do or at times of day you don't normally do it at or you're meeting him at the door but naked in some heels as opposed to waiting until you're home, it's bedtime, the lights are off, doors closed, you're under the covers, then it's okay to have sex. Uh-huh. You know, so it's, it, it takes on a different perspective. Well, I think if it gets to be a chore, too, then people think that it's more fucking bad. I'm going to tell you, what you said in that poem or the, the the recitation that you gave, I want to fuck, like, that sounds good to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, that 
That is absolutely, <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm just saying, we're going to open up the lines in a minute, but I just got to say this because you said that it's a potential that at the end of a relationship, maybe a marriage that's coming to an end, that what you recited was happening, I don't think I ever would have gotten divorced. I can say that for myself. I don't, if I, if that was happening, that would have been just the thing to keep me going. Because I think that's what's happening with women who are in horrible relationships for things outside of sex. I mean, they have amazing sex. I think they have these fuck sessions and they are just so satisfied and they know that that can't, you know, like it's almost like gold. I don't think this, okay, let me ask you this before we open up the lines. Um, do you think that fucking is more easily uh, performed by men than say women? Because I think that that's what women would say. I think women would say that men just be on the hook. They ain't trying to love me, which means they just trying to get off or they're trying to orgasm. Do you think that's true? I, I think that it's I think that it holds some truth. I mean men compartmentalize better than women do, right? And so women mm-hmm. are emotional beings. I mean that's the way that they were designed to be. And every time mm-hmm. a woman gives of herself to a man then, you know, there is a part of her that is, you know, given gifted to him, and then she's allowing him into her spirit, or allowing his spirit mm-hmm. to pour into her. So she receives some of him as well every time they have sex. And of course, the longer they do it, the more, you know, or should I say, the longer they continue to have sex, you know, over time, they, you know, mm-hmm. she will develop some feelings for him, and she will in turn, you know, it it goes from it may have started out as purely sexual. Right, it's like I don't have time to deal with that. I don't want a uh-huh, relationship. Uh-huh. I don't want a marriage. I got my career. I don't have time to deal with, you know, this dude, so on and so forth. But over time, familiarity, uh-huh. you know, sets in. You get comfortable around right. that person. So they're not just coming over at nine o'clock. You're in the bed by nine ten. They're out the door at nine fifty. You know, now uh-huh. this person is coming over earlier. You're asking them if they want something to eat. You know, you're having a drink, you're watching the game or scandal or whatever, you know, show comes on, whatever the two of you may share. You know, that person uh-huh. takes a nap or you take a nap, she goes to his house, you know. So you become familiar, you become comfortable. Uh-huh. And once you become right. comfortable, then that's when you uh-huh. start to develop more than just the sex. Whereas with, you know, men, we're a little more utilitarian. We see things just as a whole, the world as a whole, as, a plus B equals C. So if I right. end up here, I don't have to go two blocks further to get to the same spot. So right. they look at this, they look at sex that way. That I want hmm. this feeling. I want to get this, you know, this orgasm, the sensation of the orgasm. I want that, and <laughs> I don't want to be bothered after that. I want to have sex, and I want to go watch the game. I want to have sex, and I want to go to sleep. I want to have sex and go hang out with my boys. I want to have sex and go have a drink. And so. Hmm. They go in, they get what they need, uh-huh. and then they leave. Uh-huh. And so the familiarity doesn't set in because he doesn't have that exposure. And it's okay uh-huh. to get a quickie. There's nothing wrong. I mean, with the married couples, there's nothing wrong with getting a quickie if you're if you're in a committed relationship or you know whoever you're dating. There's nothing wrong with a quickie. Let me get that straight. But okay. if all you have are quickies, if okay. everything if everything is get in, get some, get out, and then the two of you part ways all the time, mm-hmm. then, yeah, right. you're, you know, you're just having sex. You're just fucking. 
you know, mm-hmm. and, and she may continue to allow him in her spirit. So she is sensing more. She, she, she's feeling more towards him than he is towards her. Towards then at the her. same time, you have female peer pressure, too. So when your friends start turning around, so how long you and Don been sleeping together? And y'all not in a relationship mm-hmm. yet? Y'all, you know, y'all not dating yet? You know, he's not so on and so forth. So those sorts of things can pressure her into thinking more or rethinking the situation that she's in. So where she may have been cool for the last two or three months, now she's starting to talk about relationships and, you know, what are we doing and, you know, make love to me because I feel like you just, you know, we just have sex. You don't actually make love to me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I've had a show before where I was trying to explain uh, to guys, what women like, because I'm one, I'm in that group, like I'm on that team. I want, I like, I think that there shouldn't be certain restrictions, and we'll talk about that, but I want to go ahead and get to these lines because they're already blowing up. And let me explain to the people how I know that you're on the line, and hopefully you will know that I know you're there. It's by the last four digits of your phone number. So if you hear the last four digits of your phone number, that means that your line is open and you're able to ask of myself or of our guests, my to touch, anything that you'd like to ask or add to this conversation. First caller is 87, I'm sorry, 8679. Are you there? Can you hear me? What? Can you hear me? You whispering. Eight six seven nine. Are you there? And, and don't be afraid if you if you decide that you don't want to have something to say. Just say I'm just listening. It scares me when people get on the line and they start whispering. And we scared people the last damn time we was on the line together, Sean. And we weren't even talking about penises and and vaginas. <laughs> We're talking about penises and vaginas tonight. So I hope you're ready. Forty six fifty three. Are you there? And can you hear me? You got to know your phone number, people, because I don't know who you are. 4653, are you there? Okay, Sean, what what have you done to these people? They just want to hear you. It sounds like they just want to hear you say something, but we're going to keep going down the line. Last four digits of your phone number. Once you hear it, that means I've opened your line, and that also means that you're able to say something live on the air. 5909, are you there? I swear, I'm going to scream. I mean, they just, I guess they hear just me? want to hear the question. Can I can hear, hear you. I can oh, hear you. Okay. Yes. I'm so, I'm so glad you're not scared because it sounds like sex scares people, but if you want to have good sex, you need to get a good sex teacher, and we got a sex teacher. We got a, 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 a making love teacher on the line, so I'm trying to get people to help oh me. What's your, that's right. What you, what you want to know, baby? I'm just listening tonight. I don't have anything to say tonight. I, I want to listen. Since the teacher's on the line, it's like E.F. Hood. I'm just going to listen. Okay, well, we're going to let her listen. Sean, let me ask you this right quick before we open up the next line. That you mentioned the time. You mentioned time because I think that as a, well, I'm not going to say everybody feels this way, but as a married person, when I was married, I'm not married now, Time, you know, was just as spare, you know, sparing as it is now. And a quickie means that you just like maybe if it's under a half an hour, to me, that's a quickie. Now, for some women, that's all they need. But like, and to me, that falls in the category of fucking. It, can you make love in 15 minutes or doesn't it, doesn't that take a little bit longer? 
Well, so considering the fact that a lot of men can't last any more than four or five minutes, you know, 15, you can obviously make love in under 15 minutes. Again, it's, it's about the energy and the connection, not the time frame. You know, huh. because you could have you could have a forty five minute fuck session. I mean, there's, there's, when you, the moment you mm-hmm. quantify it, you basically mm-hmm. open yourself up to being contradicted at some point. Because if you say mm-hmm. at a, at a, you have to make love at least you have to have sex at least fifteen minutes for it to be making love. So if we have sex for twenty minutes, are we automatically making love? If we mm. if we have okay. sex straight, did we make love three times in one session? Mm. Okay. Okay. And, so, and and are there any are are there any rules to the to the two? Because I think, and this is just me thinking, and I had a couple of questions that I'm going to ask you a little bit later. Um, some of the women felt like there were certain things that you do when you fuck that you don't do when you make love, and I was totally confused about that. I, you know, I I, I don't I don't know if men feel that way, and and she couldn't even tell me anything except for oral sex. That, that oral sex is not a make love category type of deal. I thought she was crazy. You know, I'm like that's like a that's like having hamburgers without the hamburger meat to me. I that's just how you I have reached I the maximum time permitted to record. To send your message, oh press one at any time. To listen to is your message, message send. Some, Thank you for calling. Oh, Goodbye. Oh my God! Is somebody having Hello? some message problems? Yeah, I'm still here. I'm still here. What's going on? Uh, I think I'm somebody's still here. Line okay, eleven thirty-eight. Who 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 are we talking to? Eleven thirty-eight. Who's there? Because I think that was your line. That was me. That's Kanye. <laughs> hey, Kanye, listen. <laughs> oh, you look so I'm sorry. It has to be me being a hood. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's okay, baby. We hood up here. And speaking of hood, I think, and y'all correct me if I'm wrong. Do you think that being hood helps your fuckology ability? Because I think that a business guy who's I'm not, I'm not, I'm so serious right now. Sean, help me. Do you think that that is 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 a possibility that you have to have a certain level of hoodness in order for you to say? Um, be able to fuck good. No, I I think that um, so so one so good fucking bad fucking all of that is relative. It's based on you know each person's perception. But with as far as a you know let's say a city guy, suit and tie guy versus you know your thug types, I think that um, he may not necessarily be able to fuck better. He might be able to do it longer, or maybe a little bit rougher because that's you know that's what he does. I mean, you take you take a lot of okay. thugs who just go to the club and meet women at the club. They take them home mm-hmm. that night or the next night, and they just have sex so regular they become desensitized to it, or they become numb to you know how beautiful it can be. So all they're used to mm-hmm. is get in, pound, you know, slap mm-hmm. on the ass real hard, and that sort of stuff. Because then it's it's bragging rights. Want to be able to say that that's what they did. So. Mm-hmm. You know, they they may have a little more practice in that sense, but I don't I don't think that being a thug makes you any better at fucking per se than a guy that's uh-huh. you know white collar or or exec type. It's all about that person. Um, personally, so, I Ka- think that. Uh, uh-uh, I was gonna say Kanye brought it up, so I 
she said it in passing, but that was just to me it was inspirational because I think that the opposite is true for for women. I think that women can uh, kind of sort of maybe uh, you know it, it, it there is a difference in um, a little bit of thugness. Like there's just certain things. Oh, that's why guys. I'm serious because listen, guys will will say some things, but I don't like no girl with no blue hair. I don't like no girl who have on um, no booty pants. I don't want her having her nails all down, but he'll put the hell out of that girl and he will give her something that he's not going to give the corporate America nice white Chris shirt with the, you know, casual suit. That is just the truth because that's what they sneak and do. So for, I mean, I just disagree. I don't know. Cayenne, do you agree, disagree, what you have to weigh in with your guy? Uh, might have said um, as far as with the thug situation, I really, I really just think it's based off of the energy that you have, the connection that you have with that person you're with, um, which mm-hmm. is to say, even if it's a one-night stand, you can make love. For example, mm. um, wow. I know some sisters that practice tantrum, and they have the ability to um, share this energy with their mate and to give them this this feeling of love-making, of a type of ecstasy that they wouldn't get in just meeting someone and having a one-night stand, right? Okay. So, it will be a, a energy transferring between them two. It will be a certain type of touch that you give them, a certain type of kiss that you give them, a certain type of feel when you pull them close to you. Whereas mm-hmm. when mostly when you're on that thug level or it's just a type of fucking type situation, it'll be like, you know, wham, bam, thank you, ma'am, or, you know, real rough sex. And it wouldn't be the same as being sensual, you know? So, well, um, let me tell you something, honey. Let me tell you, you already took me to a whole nother level. Coming from Contra, um, uh, you know, I'm country. I, I, I'm, I'm from the Alabamas, and I, I don't know what you're talking about because I thought, and I'm just, I'm, I can't speak for everybody because I got the Amen corner on my inbox saying, yes, honey, she, that she is on it right there, like she's telling it right there. Let her talk. Um, I just don't know anything except for I am going to try to give him an experience enough to he wants to come back and get some more of that. I don't know if that's Contra or not. Midas, do y'all want okay. some Contra? This is, this is what it is. This is I'm going to give it to okay. you right quick. A okay. lot of times we go into sex just looking for the pleasure for that moment, right? But sex is okay. so much complex than that. It's not just hey, I'm going in, and then we got it, and then we done. You want to have that connection because you want to do something with your body as well as with that body. Sex is also a form of um, healing. Um, we can actually use our orgasms and focus our orgasms to certain parts of our bodies to heal that part of our body. And this was practiced way back in the days by our ancestors, and that's where tantrum comes from. So uh-uh. when we're doing this, we're feeding our body, we're healing our body through sex. You a lot, so it's it's not just about just getting there and fucking. You want to have something out of sex each time you do it, whether it's a one night stand, whether it's somebody who doesn't know how to have sex, first time virgins, or whether it's somebody who's been experienced in it. But every time you have sex, you should go into the go into it with a mind frame of hey. I'm going to get something out of this situation. Also, I'm going to give this person something out of this situation. So you want to 
you want to leave that type of imprint. So I, I really, I like to take away the whole fucking situation. And like Sean, yeah. I'm going to kind of speak on what Sean said earlier. A lot of men don't last more than four or five minutes. So either hmm. you're going to make love in that four or five minutes or you're going to cause some damage in that four or five minutes. And I don't know about you, but I want to be making yeah. love in that four or five minutes. So you want so to. She, she said she's going to make love in four or five minutes. Let me. I, oh, Sean, what? what <laughs> Midas? I, I, Midas? I mean, <laughs> what is, is this true? My queen says that this is what the deal is. Is this true? It is true. It's just that most most men don't realize what most men have no clue what it is that you know that that woman is giving of herself when she gets you know when she when she has sex with the guy. You know they they walk mm. around aloof because they they're uneducated. You know it's, it's ignorance. And it's mm. not the mm. that ignorance is just a lack of knowledge. So they just lack the knowledge of what it is that actually takes place when they you know when they get intimate with someone. And so if oh for the guy, if his only, the only thing that he seeks to get out of it, like Cayenne said, if the only thing he seeks to get out of it is ejaculation, and he oh. succeeded at that. And that can be in 30 strokes, that can be in 30 seconds, that can be in two minutes, three minutes, it might be 15 minutes, who knows. But for that woman, the average woman oh. versus the average guy, they are more in tune with their feminine energy and what it is that they want out of it. They, a lot of times, or, or ideally, they don't want to give their physical selves to a man un, unless they feel a connection with him, or they're doing it to experience that connection for the first time, you know, quote, unquote, taking it to the next level. So, but if the guy uh-huh. doesn't know that, if he's not cognizant uh-huh. of that, then all he's going to do is he's going to get in, he's going to ramrod, he's going to ejaculate. Uh-huh. He's not going to make love, he's going to get in, he's going to ejaculate, and then he's going to go because all he's searching for is that physical sensation and the effect it leaves on the brain thereafter of ejaculate. Mm. So, you know, after y'all ejaculate, biologically, y'all lose your minds almost literally, and it's not because it was just so good and now all the blood start rushing, you know, trying to give, give you some help. But since you brought it up, you said there's a female uh, expectation, and I have a female queen by the name of Ashley who's going to help uh, my brother here, Sean. Um, Ashley, are you there? Can you hear me? Yes, ma'am. I'm here. Uh-huh. I got to give you some applause just a little bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's something about clapping. Clapping just does something to me, but I'm going to tell you something. I don't like being spanked, and I think that's a, I think that's in the fucking category. Like, I don't think you should be hitting me because, like, I just kind of get distracted with that's just too much. But do you agree with what, what you've heard so far? They say that there is something more. There's an energy transfer that has to either connect up or you're just having sex. But when you're making love or fucking, there's actually a giving and a receiving. Do you, you what you think? I do agree. Um mm-hmm. And my brother, he's doing an excellent job. My sister came on and 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 broke down what tantra is. Um, mm-hmm. I'm into that as well. And for me, I have see, I have I've been told I have a Jezebel spirit on me, <laughs> so I'm gonna put that out. So, because some of the stuff I say might be like, oh, she a little hoe, but I'm not. 
Mm-hmm. I just enjoy sex mm-hmm. and I'm sexually free. And I know how to mm-hmm. disconnect so I can have sex with a person without catching feelings. But I can also give them some damn good sex. And they feel like I done caught feelings because the shit I did kind of like made them feel like, damn, I think she in love. But I'm wait, really not. I'm just wait, wait. using did you, you. Wait, so did you just see. say... Did you just say that you know how to have sex without catching feelings? Because that, I've heard, you know, I don't agree, but I've heard that women can't do that. That women can't do no, that. No, it is, it is absolutely possible to have sex and not mm. catch feelings. Now, what I now when I'm in that situation where I just want to fuck, make love. Well, I can do all with one person. But once you have that understanding that you are here just for that sole purpose, it's for my release. Because I, I do, sometimes I have to get selfish and I have to let them know that, no, I don't want to have sex with you whenever you want to have sex. I want to have sex when I want to have sex, which is often, so it's not a problem. But, no, you cannot call me. We are not going to be friends, so we're not going to be sitting on the phone lollygagging. When we get together, we are going to get into it. Whatever kind of mood we're in, we're going to handle business. And then we are going to part ways. There's not going to be any laying here cuddling. There's not going to be no good morning text and stuff like that. So there is a way to do it to where you're not catching feelings. Sean. You just have to find the right one. Now, if you Maya, now see now a lot of women. She's saying? <laughs> do you hear what she's saying? Myra. I, 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 I hear it loud and clear. Mm. And, 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 and you, and you say that. what? Really? She, no, she, she, that, that is her truth. That is her truth. I mean, we can't we can't okay. uh, try to impress what we think it is on her. Okay. There are women who are capable of, of, of doing said things. But notice um, what she mm-hmm. said in compare, you know, in relation to what I said earlier, how she's able to detach is that there is no cuddling. There is no extra time. He's not coming over two, three hours right. early, and they're spending time together today, and, and then they have sex, and then they lay in the bed, and, you know, she gets up and go make some ham sandwich, and then, you know, they come <laughs> back, cuddle, and, and, and watch, you know, rerun the episodes on Lifetime. He gets in, they have sex, however it is, whether she is, she's trying to blow his mind, he's trying to blow her mind, or they're trying to outdo each other, or it's just, hey, I want a quickie, I want to feel something here, right. let's do it, and then, and then you go. But and now I've had to, I've had to tell a few dudes, look, because then they would they would feel like I've had to do something. You treat me like a hoe, and you you know. But it's like we have had that understanding from the jump that this is what it is. So I've had to either let them go or have that talk with like, hey, you trying to get comfortable? Because you know a lot of sometimes sex can be tiring. They'll be wore out, and they'll be like, okay, let me just lay here for a minute. No, 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 you can't lay here for a minute. So now I've. Re- I have to go into the Snooty Fox. You can go to the Snooty Fox, which is Palestine. I'm ghetto, so I call it the Snooty Fox. And you can pay for two hours for $25. And you can get in and get out. Ain't no time to cuddle. So if you have no choice but to part ways. Mm. So, I mean, there's ways to be done. I understand. Now, see, when you start catching feelings, I had, I had almost tripped and fell into some feelings, but I had to dust that shit off. When you start spending time, and if it's somebody that, oh, he's a really good person, and I'm attracted to him, and I, we have good conversation, like at work mm-hmm. or whatever, and the, the right. you can get attached that way. So that's why I don't recommend doing that with somebody that you have to see and deal with every day, because just that friendship alone could have you catch feelings. So it has to be okay. with somebody that knows. I, 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 
you know, you know, I'm, I feel real dumb. It's too much at one time. I'm sorry. <laughs> Baby, I'm overloaded. Like, I, I, my, my leg is jumping. Like, my mouth got dry. I don't know what's really happening with me right now. Um, what I need to do is I need to open up some of these lines because the call board has doubled because I think they heard that women can have sex without emotional attachment. And, I, I you know, I'll be oh, the I first to say, if it's... Oh my God. Listen, we're going to give classes. We'll have that information at the end of the show. We're going to give classes. They're going to show us because Mida said that sometimes you have to just practice certain things when it's not known to you. But I, I'm not right. sure that if it's good that I cannot not think about it. You know, I know you don't, you're not, you can send him home, but if he's still in your head, to me, he might as well still be in your bed. Now we got the these lines and this is how we uh notify you that you're on the phone and you have to know the last four digits of your phone number or else you know i can't you know you'll just be breathing on the phone so we're going to try this thing again last four digits that we have up are four six five three are you there do you have a question for miss ashley or midas touch hi this is erica <laughs> no i do but not have a question we is trying to make your stuff smile, honey. We're trying to make you smile all the time. And have you learned anything? Because I know you're saying you're just listening, but have you heard something that you've not heard before? Because Midas has taught me so much, and he hasn't even recited yet. Uh, uh, I, I want to fuck. Because I'm telling you that there's a difference. And, and my girl say that she can just put them out, like, get, get, get this. And I'm going to give you that. And then I'm going to need you to just go on to the house now. Like, is that something you've heard before? Oh, my gosh. So I do agree with Ashley on everything that she said. Oh, my gosh. She was on point. Um, I think originally I was kind of like, are we speaking of just a physical act of having sex, of, you know, making love? Because when I think about making love, sometimes that can be inspirational. It could be, you know, just the two minds intertwining, right. like, over a period of time, and then the physical act, yeah, that may be five minutes, but making love can mm-hmm. last way longer than five minutes. So, right. uh, Sean, Sean, you done got real quiet, and that's one thing that I think is also a difference between making love and fucking. You can't be quiet when you fuck, can you? Can you fuck in silence? I mean, can't. You can, you can, you can do any. You can do anything. So that's the thing. We we have to we have to abandon these stigmas, right? So everybody feels like if you have sex fast or rough, that it's fucking. Mm-hmm. And if you have sex slow and you're talking, that it's making love. I mean, you can do either one. I mean, can I not talk noise, talk mess, talk shit, whichever one you want to call it? Can I not talk right. shit slow and nice and deep like you like that? Don't do it. Don't do it. Can I not can I not as a man, can I not say those things and still be emotionally detached? Can it not be part of the act? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. abandon uh, uh, abandon these, you know, preconceived notions that oh, it has to be slow for it to be this or it has to be fast for it to be that. Now when you go fast, when you're just, you know, in one cadence, you're locked in one position, and this is literally it. How much, how much 
stimulation huh. are you giving this woman overall? There are certain parts of her that are being stimulated because you're in you're in physical contact with her, but how much stimulation are you giving her all over her body? How much stimulation are you giving her mentally? You know, you can do so. You can go fast as you want, fast, slow, whatever, but are you connecting with her? It's fucking whenever you lose the connection. So it doesn't matter if it's fast, slow, hard, soft, you talk, you don't talk. If there is no energy being transferred or shared, in my book, that's fucking. Mm. Well, that, and, you and, okay. I'm sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. It sounds like I actually had something to say. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was mm-hmm. going to say, for me, okay, so fucking, to me, it's like just rough, just disrespecting the punani. Just beat it up. Your legs shake. You can't feel your legs. You feel like you had a hysterectomy. To me, that could be fucking. And you can still have emotional attachment to that person. And it can still, to me, I, I feel like you can still have energy transfer during that time. Because sometimes you just want to be fucked. Mm. But it doesn't mean I don't care about you. And like I, yeah. can, I can quote unquote make love to the person. Because sometimes, like if I'm separ- if I'm single and I'm going through that little lonely phase, and I just feel like I just want to feel like. I'm in love. I want to pretend to be in love. I want to pretend that you are my boyfriend, and I want to cook you a meal, and I want to pretend to do this and pretend that you're my man when you're really not because this is I need that, that healing and that relief, and I need that sensual relief. She but said I have healing. No that's that's, a, that's look, the that's second or the third time healing. you said healing. Really? Okay. Because it, I need, it is very healing. Oh, wow. <laughs> Now, see, once you get I mean, into the I, tantrum, it's like mm-hmm. you can slip into this meditative state where it, it feels support. And when you're done, you just feel so much, you feel relieved. I'm having a yeah. I'm not sure what's going on with someone's line. Yeah, uh, Ashley, check your line. I'm, I'm going to put you on mute for just a second because I'm getting a lot of feedback. But I want to go ahead and open up a couple other lines before we go a little bit further into the conversation. 3493, last four digits of your phone number. Are you there? Can you hear me? 3493. Yes, I hit. We scare you. Okay. Hey. Hey, don't No, 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 you did not scare me. My question would have to be is how do you get over good sex if you're no longer wanting to be in connection with that person? Hmm, Midas, that's a great question because if he got that power rod, baby, So I I think I think that particular question that question would be better directed at 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 the woman in that because so it's the question was asked from a woman's perspective right and Uh, so uh you take the average guy the average guy is already obviously capable of having sex without becoming attached so for for guys it's fairly easy because they probably weren't uh, they probably weren't attached to begin with. So for them yeah. to detach sexually is it's fairly easy. I would think that a woman would probably be better to answer that question. Okay, because that's what I was thinking. I said maybe Ashley can can tell because she's she puts them out, baby. She puts them right on out, uh, and it's really <laughs> Ashley. Ashley, <laughs> Ashley, what okay, you do? So in this 
initially I want to ask why do you want to stop having sex with that person? Is it because you caught feelings or because you just don't want to deal with that person anymore? Okay, so background story. He's my child's father, I, but we have a good relationship. Oh, girl. I need to cut off the sex part. We need to keep having sex because we're not together anymore. We have a six-month-old child. I don't want to give up too much information, reveal my identity or anything. <laughs> but That's okay. Uh-oh. You say we need to learn how to be together without having sex because he's not the person I ultimately want to be with. We have different views right. on life at this point. Oh girl. I think she I think she need to keep having sex until you at least get to twelve months and then you'll be tired and <laughs> no, then the baby will be the baby will be one. <laughs> the baby will be one and then you can start over again. How does how does that help? <laughs> I was having flashbacks because my son no, no. <laughs> my son, my sperm donor for him, mm-hmm. he, me and him, we've been together since we were like 14, 15 years old. And up until I met my husband, I was still having sex with him because the sex was so good. And I always told him, you know what, if if relationships lasting were based on sex alone, we would be like mm-hmm. Will and Jada because it was just mm-hmm. perfect, everything. But mm-hmm. he was a hoe. And mm-hmm. it was like, after we had our son, because I, I had my child at 17, at, mm-hmm. and my son made me want to do better and, and be productive in life. He just wanted mm-hmm. to be a thug. So mm-hmm. the way he is as a person and knowing that that's not what I want, it was easy for me mm-hmm. to cut him off. Knowing that he's a hoe and that he could potentially give me a lethal disease is enough to make me say, you know what, I don't want to do this. Now, I'm not going to lie, it is hard because that emotional connection has already been established, and it's been a connection that's been there for a while. So you're not going to wake up and say, you know what, I don't want him no more. And I can tell you that even after being married and still knowing that he's no good for me, if I stay in my flesh, then there's part of me that still wants to have sex with him. And if I'm, I ain't thinking right. If if I was in a weak moment, if he was to come up to me and tell me he wanted to have sex, I'd probably do it. So you're not going to ever get over them. And I and my mom, she has like the same story. And I don't know what it is about us. We ha- a lot of us have the same situation in common. And my mom, you know, she's about to be fifty. And with my biological father, and she remarried. She's. I asked her, "Do you ever get over him?" And she says, "No." Mm-hmm. You're not going to ever get over that person. The only thing you can do is learn how to love yourself and to move on and to understand in your mind that that's not what you want and it's not what you need. So you need to stop and you need to stop having sex with him because y'all exchanging that energy and it's exchanging that false hope that at that moment y'all are still in love, even though you know when it's all over and done with, that's not the person for you. So there's no easy way, but it it just has to be done. It's one of those things where you just got to, Cut your ties and hmm. find you some new babies. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Baby, I, promise, I, I had a girlfriend when she saw the when she saw the post. She said, um, "The only way to get over one is to get on top of another." She's told, and I was like, "Hey, you, you, you can't, you can't, because you're taking a chance." <laughs> but I, I get, I, I don't know. Right. Eighty six, eighty six, seventy nine. We got Midas Touch and Queen Ashley on the phone. Do you have any question, comment, on add in? Eight six seven nine. 
I do. I do. Um, can you hear me? I can. Okay. Uh, yeah. I'm. I'm gonna go. I, just. Just one statement. Speaking from a mature woman's point of view. Okay. Ashley is very correct when she speaks about not having an emotional attachment because you go in knowing the expectation. Knowing the expectations is everything. Women fantasize about making love and being with that person, or they fantasize about fucking. Don't make no mistake. We like to fuck while we're making love. Right. Sometimes women like to be handled. And handled doesn't mean go in and beat the inside of my, my vagina up. Handle just means a so. little aggression. Be assertive. Because I don't want a weak ass mm-hmm. man in the bed. Ooh. Okay. Well, Lord, I'm want... just getting a little bit. I need some water. I need some water because some my water. mouth is, is. I can't. I can't move. I can't. Like my neck. My legs is numb. I can't. I, I can't move right now. Uh, Mida, she, is so she said. She said that women are fantasizing about making love or fucking. Are men fantasizing? Because I think men have to have the capability of the both two as well. It's just. But I just think it does. I don't think that every man is just trying to get get off, like fuck off. Like I don't think that every man is doing that. You correct me if I'm wrong, though. No, not not every man is. I mean, and again, it goes to it goes to his life's experiences, his upbringing, and everything else. If you take today's society, when little boys who are 12 years old are you know, singing rap songs, talking about truffle butter and things like that. Well, That's nasty. they're already they're already being mentally conditioned to have sex and ha- and perform certain acts during sex where there's no energy being shared or exchanged. And you notice that, that right. the recurring thing that keeps coming up, no matter what Cheyenne said, Ashley said, uh, mm-hmm. and with uh, I think Erica who's on the line. Everyone said mm-hmm. energy. And so mm-hmm. when the moment you lose the energy, then then now you've crossed over into that realm where everything is just a detachment. And in a detachment, mm-hmm. anything can occur. You can do everything that you do during making love with this detachment and it not be making love. You can do anything that you can do with fucking while making love mm-hmm. and still make love because because mm-hmm. the connection. There's some connection there, you know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. let's let's get into this rough versus let's get into fucking versus rough versus everything else. And and this is where, yeah. you know this is where yeah, this conversation started at when we spoke the other day. In that, mm-hmm. it's my belief that every woman, I don't care who it is, every woman likes to be handled in the bedroom at some point. And handled does I don't mean that in a condescending fashion. I don't mean that in, in, you know, she's subservient to him or, you know, she mm-hmm, just doesn't know mm-hmm. what she's doing, but she wants to see that that pure, primal, carnal masculinity, that virility, see him take control and be, yeah. be confident in his action. If he says, uh, mm-hmm. hey, why, why don't you, uh, you, you want to put your leg up, you know, right here and do that? Or if he said, Turn over, put your leg up. Which one sounds better? <laughs> oh, Which, like my you, leg you see what I'm saying? Up. 
And and, and if you and and so then let's let's keep it real. You know, let's let's, let's keep it real. Let's, let's keep it gutter. In that, uh-huh. how many women are married to executive types, but uh-huh. sleep around with roughnecks? Exactly. Because exactly. he's he's giving her. But it's not just the fact that he's in command, you know, in the bedroom, but there's also other factors. I mean, there's the excitement of it, the fact that they might get caught, there's the spontaneity, there's the locations, you know, there's all sorts of stuff like that. It may be, you know, whatever lies he's feeding her. It could be all sorts of stuff that contributes to it. But what it comes down to, that that primal, animalistic attraction she has to him is because once they get behind closed doors, he becomes that alpha male to her in the bedroom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's what mm-hmm. she wants. Every level yeah. of of animals that you look at in the entire world, even even where the female dominates, it's still there's an alpha. An alpha is involved in, in that's what they search for. You know, it's a survival of the fittest. How do lions, I'm a, I'm a lion, how do lions mm-hmm. choose mates? Based on the biggest and the baddest in the bunch. And so when she gets behind closed doors, if he can exude that sort of energy that he is the biggest and baddest, she's going uh-huh. to be attracted to him. And, it, uh-huh. and whatever attraction she had to him prior to getting into that situation, it just increased by X amount of digits or numbers because uh-huh. she's seen that, that control that he can have. And uh-huh. that's where, you know, the, the, the fucking can come in. Remember the movie that came out not too long ago? It was um, it was, Tyler, was it Tyler Perry's movie, Temptation? Young lady, yeah, she had yeah. a guy that she, she met in elementary school or whatever, and they grew up together. They had this, they were the, you know, the storybook couple. They were in love. They got in town, you know, in the city, and he's doing his thing. She's kind of doing hers. She's feeling stagnated. And along comes this guy who walks in with confidence, commanding the room, commanding presence, and when they finally had sex, he was everything that her husband was not in the bedroom. He wasn't okay. nurturing. He wasn't understanding. He wasn't patient. He wasn't tolerant. He wasn't attentive. He didn't put in all of this work that the other guy, that her husband put in. But what he did do was be that alpha male and treat her in that animal, primal, carnal fashion that just, did it for her. That was a part of her that had never been tapped into. And once you open Pandora's box, there you go. Okay, we're going to talk I about wanna, Pandora. I, in the, okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Since we, go ahead. Okay, I, I want to touch on that real quick because, hmm, uh, now this is kind of drifting off to something else, so I'm just going to say this and then we could go to com- commercial or whatever you got to do. But a lot of mm-hmm. times that stems from women not knowing themselves sexually. A lot of women, especially mm-hmm. us, we're scared to touch ourselves. We're scared to watch porn. Mm-hmm. We're ashamed of stuff. Because mm-hmm. growing up, we're taught that that's nasty, that's bad, those are bad places. Mm-hmm. Rather than just mm-hmm. saying, don't let everybody touch that spot, we teach that that's naughty. It's a bad place. So we grow mm-hmm. up insecure about our bodies, and we don't know how to feel our way around our own body, let alone tell somebody else what we want. Because I'm going to tell you, you don't have to – it doesn't have to be that certain man that brings that out of you if you don't open your pen door. Because you can open your own damn body. You don't need somebody oh! and, and do True. it for you. You really can. True. So, But I'm going to let you go ahead, and we'll touch on that a little later. 
Because I want to hear this song. Yeah. This song. So, <laughs> and again, and again, I, so so again, look at the energy and and what is going on. So Ashley. Ashley is obviously a woman that is in tune to herself and in tune with her body, so she knows. So that sort of thing mm-hmm. doesn't affect her the way it would someone who isn't familiar with that. Notice that the example right. given, this young lady, was this was the only guy she knew. This was the only guy she ever had sex with. And so even if right. it was one guy all her life or just maybe three guys in her lifetime up to her 30s, maybe even 40s, if she's only been with just a couple of men, then – her experience level can be astronomical depending on how, you know, how much fun they wanted to have with one another or how much they wanted to explore, or it could be very dull. And uh-huh. if you're somebody that's been on the dull side, you've never uh-huh. experienced uh-huh. it, you, you don't know it yourself, and then you're not or haven't been with someone who will open those doors for you or, you know, make uh-huh. you feel comfortable enough to walk through those doors, then you're not going to know, and, and you're going to get blindsided. When that person comes in, you take the, and it happens for men. You have a guy that's been, you know, with women who were pretty much kind of just rigid in the bedroom and weren't, you know, they didn't experiment a lot of things like that. When he comes across a freak, his mind's blown. Yes. Because mm. that's something he's not familiar with. He's not used to that. He doesn't know how to handle that. So it mm. can go from one to the, you know, zero to a hundred real quick. Like the song said. Mm. <laughs> yes. We got a couple of people on the line that's been hanging with us. Thank you so much for staying on the line. Six nine eight eight, are you there and can you hear me? Sixty nine eighty eight. Are you there? Sixty nine. Hold up. Sixty nine. Oh, that's what the number is, baby. I just saw I just saw it. Sixty nine. Is you there? I'm, I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> okay, so so how you feel about what you've heard so far? Because I think that there is, I mean, I'm overloaded. My little notebook is almost full with all the little notes. And my last note was um, just an idea of, do you think you uh, have to give instructions with making love versus fucking uh, 69? With your, with your number being 69, I can't even concentrate for real. But go ahead and answer the question. Uh, do you think that, that, <laughs> that, you, that you need instructions? No, nah, I don't think you need instructions. Would you have to? Would you have to add? No, nah, I really was just listening, but I um, mm-hmm. I don't think you have to have instructions though. If you know what you're doing, or if you mm-hmm. just you know want to. Can I ask him a question? Go ahead. Ask him, baby. Ask him. <laughs> so, do you make love, or do you fuck, or do you just have sex? But first, are you in a relationship, or are you just? Having relations. I'm just having relations right now, but uh, okay, so I do, I I do make love and I do have sex and I do fuck, so I do all. Uh, but with that same person? No, no. It's I, I say it like this: when you enter somebody, you make love to them. If you just have mm-hmm. things, you fuck them. But if you just mm-hmm. kind of mediocre with somebody, you just having casual sex. You understand what I'm saying? That's that's how I feel about it. A little bit, but I don't like the the term casual sex because casual sex just sounds like, huh, you know, ain't got nothing to do. Come up here and let's have some what? casual sex. Well, basically, <laughs> I mean, really? I'm just saying, like, but like you said, if that was you, like you said earlier, you know, you get it and just go. That's basically casual sex. See, I hmm. even want to fuck with me. I don't, I don't just have sex. 
We got one more caller that's on the line that's been on for quite a while. I want to make sure that they get to say what you have to say. And they can post it to you, 9124. 9124, are you there? Can you hear me? Yeah, I'm here. I can hear you. Ooh, that's got oh. some bass. Do you make, do okay. you make money? Uh, did you hear it, guys? Yeah, and that's another thing. I got to say this before I forget. If your voice is too high, I don't think you can even fuck. If you if you can sing soprano, like I really think I'm just saying, I don't think you can. You cannot. I don't know. You can. You can't make a sound that I can make. Like I need to wait, hear wait, almost. Wait, ele- ele- wait. <laughs> hold on, hold on, Sharon. Wait a minute. I, I didn't. I don't know if I agree with it or not, but at the same time, you got to admit that it's funny to think about it. And you think, yeah, go ahead and put your legs up. Come on. <laughs> Come here, girl. Come on. I want to wait there. But, Mike, let me tell you, I had, I, I had a show before, and I promise you, this is uh, this is something that I totally believe in. I can't prove it, but there are Every part of your senses need to be alive during the moment, or else I think you just don't having casual sex. You know, like you just getting wet for nothing. Like if you don't have a, a feeling of wanting to taste, hear, touch, smell, and all of that. Like who wants to have everything in tune and then he's talking like this? I'm like, bitch, get off me. Um, nine one two four. Did you have something to add to the show? Come on, what you got, baby? Yes, um. I'm I'm listening and I'm learning some things, but for me, every every sexual experience, every encounter, I treat it like it's my last. You know, I treat it like oh, no. I I want I want to give it my all, and I guess that's just being a Leo man. I, I don't, you know, I don't. Um, no, he's not, and I think I know who this no. is, baby. Baby, baby, yeah. listen, I surround myself with, I, <laughs> I want to see what it looks like. <laughs> baby, yes. It, listen, all of my friends, I surround myself with a lot of lions. And everyone, I ain't never seen no ugly lion, to tell you the truth. You know, and since we talked about ugly, since we talked about ugly, I heard somebody say my, baby, I'm a, I got you. I got you, boo. I got you. I got you. I got you. Yeah. I don't, hurt, don't, don't hurt him. Don't hurt him. Don't, don't hurt him. That's my friend. Don't hurt him. But I believe you. You up something. I think you. I, I think you about to get hurt a little bit because he's a Leo. But let me tell you, Midas. Let me yeah. ask you this: Are you? Because I, I promise you, I had to turn on my little fan because there is something about the male tone. There's something about, and, and I'm a, I was a communications major, so I know that there's something that happens when you lower your voice, when you slow your tempo down. You make that person the desire to hear what you're saying. Like, that, that's the whole reason why I love radio. I got a little bit of bass in my voice, and like me and love that when you talk a little bit slower to them and you bring it a little bit down. Like, all of that. I can't even stand porn where they make it too many shriekish sounding like a song coming. That distracts me. Is there something in particular that men purposely do uh, in a love-making situation versus just straight fucking? Because I think that voice thing is one of them. I think it's one of them. So 
I don't, I'm not going to say it's deliberate per se. I think it's more so natural. Um, I mean, okay. they also have studies in this, psychology and everything else, and it shows that when a person's voice gets high pitched, it's more, you take it more as distress, and it stresses you out. When you talk to someone and, um, to be able to turn on, let me do it from back. See, she, she's not cool with that. But it's a, hey, why don't you turn it off? She's like, okay. it sounds, it, 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 it sounds as if she's more confident that she's in control of her own energy and that she is comfortable. And when a man yeah. settles down, take take Barack, for instance. One of the things that he does that a lot of other presidents didn't do is that he slows down when he talks. Uh-huh. Slow uh-huh. to speak, to make sure that what uh-huh. you say is deliberate. And once you uh-huh. get comfortable, notice that when a man gets, when he's in his comfort zone, he doesn't move and act really fast. He doesn't look frantic. We We don't get frantic. When we get comfortable, we get in control. Mm-hmm. Things are smooth, fluid. Take a brother that's walking mm-hmm. through the mall trying to get to Dillard's to buy a tie because he has somewhere to be in the next two hours. So he still has to get home and shower and get dressed with a tie on. His, his voice, his pitch, his walk, everything is going to be mm-hmm. quick and, and rushed, mm-hmm. so stressed, un, under duress. Now you take a brother who is searching for a tie on a Saturday afternoon when he doesn't have anything to do. He got his hair cut yesterday, his car's washed, he's got a tank full of gas, he's got money in his pocket, he's got money in the bank, he's in control of his life and his situation. His whole stroll is different. Mm. And so when a man walks into the room, if he has that and exudes that confidence, women are going to be attracted to it. To walk in a room in a restaurant and women are sitting at the table talking. If I if I'm dressed and shaved, trimmed up, got on nice clothes, got on the right cologne, when I just my walk as I walk by, if I walk by with the confidence, they will stop in mid sentence. Mm-hmm. As you pass, you, you hear. If you had on and listen, <laughs> you can have on a baby diaper. <laughs> you can have all the well, no, 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 don't take baby diaper because that goes back to the whole meme about divorcing somebody because they peed in the bed. <laughs> I thought that. I was like, you are so wrong for that. So listen, we're gonna take hey, a quick I didn't a ask the question. Break. The lady asked the question. It was too funny. Yeah, you you went somebody there. actually you, you asked me there. that question. It was funny. Quick. Quick 41-second commercial break. I need you to get yourself ready to uh, recite, sir. Uh, So I'm going to put everybody on pause, quick commercial break, uh, and then we will be right back. You look bad, you feel bad, and your bedroom gymnastics just are plain done. You ain't on fleek. The best way to tap into your inner sexy is to find it with Nia Jackson. Yes, Nia is the owner and operator of PYC Studios. And let's, let's say you want to learn how to twerk. What about pole dancing? What about booty pop? What about just learning a sexy dance for his next birthday? Yes, she is here in Hoover. She will help you learn your pace, carve out that tone, sexy body that you have, while all at the same time teaching you how to be a beast in the bedroom. Contact Nia at PYTstudios.com or call her at 205-444-0066. Tell her the Empress sent you. 
Even though the empire was born out of my personal experience and endeavors, the Empress welcomes everyone into the empire. If you would like to be a guest, a co-host, or simply want to suggest a topic to be discussed, contact me by email at empresscooperdavison at gmail.com or by my website at www.theempress.com. I'm here. I'm you. Mm-hmm. And I'm Moist. And I hope my boy is ready because we're ready to receive you. Now, I have seen more than one of his recitations, and this one, uh, actually, I said, I need to do a show. We need to do a show about this because when I've heard the word fuck, and I have to get all my fuck moms out tonight because I don't say that word very often unless I'm in the throes of that action, but in this case, I saw the video and I watched it. I know out of the thousands of times that it uh, recycled through the internet, I know I did about 200. I, I know I watched it about 200 times and it was because it was profound. So without further ado, Mr. Midas Touch with I Want Fuck. Okay. Hey. There is no sequence of words that could describe how beautiful you are. Let's hop aboard the tail of the comet and we can take flight through the stars. I could build a mosaic of your face using all of the planets and I would make it so sublime. But I really want to fuck, so how about we skip through the bullshit, damn it? Don't get me wrong. I love and respect you all to my impress, but tonight I want to do things that shouldn't be seen, so get your pussy ready because I intend to impress. Let's do everything we haven't tried yet. I don't want any act to be missed. I got to rockin' some Henny, Bombayin' some Remy, and a bangin'-ass eight-hour playlist. There will be no romance, no candlelit slow dance. So tonight, I need you to be all in. I want to make the mere thought of stopping the mirage, and the only massage is the one I get from within when your nails dig in. You see, I want to fuck. I'll be sucking on your toes and kissing it through the pantyholes. It's on. I know you didn't expect it. And as I rub it on your behind and I'm hard as a diamond, fuck you mean you didn't know I was erect. So don't be shy. Don't be meek. Don't be a good girl. And don't be sweet. Tonight, I want you to be all slut. On my shoulders, plant your feet. Just lay back and let me eat. Your shifty's got my face looking like a glazed donut. And I'm not talking about just licking it. I'm not talking about sobbing in it. What I'm talking about is going to beast mode. So rub my head for a minute while I stick my tongue in it. And I promise, woman, I have your eyes stuck at the crossroads. You see, I want to fuck. Tonight, I am invested in having all those before me bested. So, woman, I'm going to do that shit. I'll make you beg me to molest it. If you don't like it, I could be arrested. Scream all you want, damn it, just don't say quit. I want to see you wiggle your hips while your tongue does slips all up and down on my banana slits. And as the ice cream drips from the crease of your lips, girl, make my toe curl when you gobble it. Now, bend it over. Toot it up. Plant your titties on the bed. I'll pull your hair so your back only arches one way. Then grab you by the leg and drag you back to the edge. I don't know what the fuck you keep running for because we're going to be here till next Sunday. You need to find your second wind. Ain't nobody giving in. You think you're slick talking about you want to ride. But with all this perspiration, how do we bone off all the lubrication? It's all right, baby. I got a bottle of Astro Glide. Rebroken lamps and spilled drinks with whipped cream on the sheets, stains on the floor. Yo, I don't give a damn, man. I could buy more stuff from the store and woman damn that door because I've been had it barred, locked, dead, bolted, and chained. Coming to the love seat, the dining room table, and on our feet, there is no part of this house that won't be christened. And from the chair to the floor, I promise you'll come more if you've been over, grab your ankles, and listen. Now with a little ice in my mouth. 
I'll take it back down south and make you come so many times it'll be ridiculous. Now, don't eat those strawberries while I grab the camera. Hell, don't be scary. What are we done? Might as well make a flick. I want to see you wiggle. I want your moans ringing through those halls as I examine every inch of your walls. And if it feels good, it's okay if you sing. And if you come once more, the mattress flies to the floor. But shit, we can get it in on top of the box spring. Now, every time you stand up, seeing you naked would stand me up. If we do it one more time, it won't make sense. But I know what'll happen when that ass gets to clapping as we start to get it into some prints. And we'll both be some whores. It'll become full-out war. Damn what you think I know who the winner will be, because there you will sit, sipping on a Red Bull, talking shit. But, woman, I just popped two five-hour energy. I want to fuck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. I have to say She can talk. She got to go white. Let's go to she right, right. You need a little 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 warm rag. Eighty six, eighty six, seventy nine, eighty six, seventy nine. What have you to say, my lady? See, he has this effect, y'all. I promise every time I'm seeing these numbers on, on the board that's telling me that they're on the phone. Is anybody wanna get wanna give a little something back to the to the line? I mean, really, I mean, I know you're supposed to be left speechless, but damn, we are on a radio blog show and I need you to be able to just say yes, that was really nice. No, that was really whatever. I need somebody to uh Cue it in, and, and if you can't, that's fine. Uh, let's go back to ninety-one twenty-four. What have you to congratulate your uh, your brother in in birth, my fellow Leo? What what did you think about that? Ninety-one twenty-four. Yes. Yes. I hear you. Come on, it's okay. Hello. I can't hear you, Greg. <laughs> Okay, I thought it. I thought it was good. I thought it was very good. That's all you have to say. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm just listening. I'm uh, I'm okay. open to learning. I'm not. Like, so. Yeah, that's Sharon. right. We gonna get classes. Yes, go ahead. Sharon, they, the the idea behind that piece when I wrote it was um, 
was was to address just that 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 carnal primal sense you know that the thing that a lot of people miss they get in relationships and they get married and they feel that oh it's just wonderful we take you know we make love and we're you know on our bed <laughs> and there's sheets and it you know of course I'm, I'm you know I'm being dramatic about it but at the same time there are a lot of people who feel that they can only be intimate under certain conditions you know, after uh-huh. 8 p.m., after the sun has gone down, after the house is clean, after, you know, all the doors have been checked to be locked and, you know, you're in the bedroom after both have showered and you're under the covers and the light is off, then you can exchange energy. And that yeah. is so far from the truth. And at the same time, it might not even be a moment of exchange of energy. You just, you just want that uh-huh. person so bad, or you want them in a fashion and such that you don't care about everything else around you. Never mind, uh-huh. you know, the old days. So I come from the country where we had like attic fans, you know, big fan in the hallway and the ceiling that, you know, on days that it would rain, it was a little cool outside, they would turn off the air conditioner, uh-huh. crack the windows, turn this thing on, it would draw that cool air in the house. And it was uh-huh. especially wonderful if it was after it rained. Because if you crack that window maybe three or four inches and turn that attic fan on, it's going to suck all that air from outside through that window across the bed. And so now you imagine the type of session that I just described in the poem, the mattresses hanging off of the bed, the sheets have come off of one or two corners, don't know where the underwear is. Even if she had on a dress, you made her keep the heels on because it looked nice. Uh, you've knocked mm-hmm. over the lamp, something spilled on the floor, the carpet's got a stain in it, you know, you, the front door isn't even closed all the way. You really don't. There is mm-hmm. nothing more important at that moment in time than what you're doing. And, and, and mm-hmm. acting it out is not under the control of making love per se or what we have in that preconceived notion of making love. It is having that person by any means necessary on all accounts, no matter where it's at, no matter what obstacle is in your way, no matter whether you fall, you stand, you trip, somebody's legs getting weak, well, okay, let's switch positions because we're not stopping. It is in its most animalistic, pure form that you say, Come hell to high water, we gonna do this. <laughs> yes, Lord. Uh, Eighty six seventy nine. Are you there now? Can you can you speak? <laughs> I'm a little breathless myself. Eight six seven nine. Are you there? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I guess not. I see you, so I'm gonna go ahead and close your line. Uh, Thirty four ninety three. Uh, the uh, the the ex boyfriend or the baby daddy. Uh, <laughs> your your line is open, honey. Um, which how you feeling now? Cause I, I, well, how you feel? How you feel? Um, I mean, I'm still just trying to get over the the whole. Um, I mean, everything mm-hmm. is just amazing here. <laughs> I know it's amazing. And guess what, girl? This is just the audio. This is the audio. This is audio. Like we're talking live. Can you right. girl, have you seen it? Have you seen him, child? 
if you go on, let, let, let me let them do their own thing. Let me let them do their own thing. And since, since our lady uh, Ashley is still on the line, tell us how we can get in contact with you on your social media. And then right back behind that, we'll go with Mida Church so that she can see this thing, baby. How, how can we get with you on uh, social media, Ashley? Um, Ashley Martin. I'm on Facebook. Um, I don't do all the other stuff. They're not. I'm not really active with the other stuff right now because I'm so caught up with this and the business. Um, you can like my business page, which is Sweetbox Naturals, because I do um, offer different sexual classes, um, including Tantrum, um, uh, the Yoni Steams, Yoni Health and Wellness, which is a whole other topic, not about this. Um, <laughs> and if you want to book any of Soul Poetry, then you can get at me. Um, my email is ashleysoulpoetry at gmail.com. My phone number is 504-314-8486. Um, you can contact me if you want to book any of them. You have a party coming up, a wedding, let me know, and we can get y'all squared away. And mm. I'm going to let him tell you how to get in touch with him, and then I'm going to tell y'all about the shows that we have coming up because he does have a show coming up. He does have a shirt that says fuck on it, which is place your heart under the care of a king, not the kind of fuck we talking about, but that king should know how to fuck you like we talking about. But I'm going to let him go ahead and do his thing. <laughs> All right, Nida. Okay, so you can reach me uh, via Instagram and Twitter at Midas Poetry, M-I-D-A-S-P-O-E-R-Y. Midas Poetry. You can also tweet me on You're breaking up, Midas. You're breaking up, Midas. Let's let's try that again. Yeah, I can. Can you hear me now? Okay, I got. So you can reach me. You can reach me on Instagram and Twitter at Midas Poetry. M I D A S P O E T R Y. You can also reach me at Midas Touch Poetry on Facebook. That's my fan page. So. There you will see uh, poems that I've written that you can actually read. There will be some videos of some of the pieces that I, you know, performed. And you can look for the updates to shows that I have up and coming. Also read more about Soul Poetry, the team that I'm a part of, which is also a movement. It's not just a group. Uh, We do large venues, uh, Houston Improv here, which is throughout the nation. We travel uh, individually and collectively as a group. So, you know, if you're interested in having us do a show with you, it's, again, like Ashley said, you can contact her. And you can also contact um, one of the other ladies who was on earlier was Cayenne. She's our VP for Soul Poetry. So you can also contact Cayenne Nebula on Facebook. And, and Miss Lady Ashley, I think you wanted to introduce uh, a show that our uh, Midas Touch is uh, a part of. You go ahead with that information before we close. Yes. If you are in Houston or in the surrounding areas or are willing to travel, November 18th, we have a show called Ladies in Attendance. There will be no men allowed. It is a full male lineup of different, um, well, there is going to be comedy and poetry, Midas is going to be there. Um, also, a little about a little bit about Soul. Soul has been giving back for over five years, so we do do a lot within the community. We're making history with poetry at the Improv. Nobody has ever been able to come to the Improv and sell out doing poetry. 
and we've been doing it. So, you know, make sure that you go and like the page on Facebook. It's Soul Poetry and um, Soul Caritas. Um, Cayenne has a page as well. Cayenne Nebula, you can like her page. Um, also, we have another I think Tribe of Power. Which is a, I'm sorry? I think Cayenne just got back on the line. So after you finish, uh, Cayenne, if you needed to give some information as well, that would be great. I'm sorry, interrupting you, Ashley. Go ahead. Oh, no, no, that's okay. That's okay, Mama Cayenne. You got to speak. You, you Do you need to intercept? <laughs> well, I have to intercept. Oh, my God. No, um, <laughs> you basically said everything, Ashley. Um, she talked a little bit about um, what Soul Caritas do, which we are a charitable organization that gives back to different organizations in the community, like um, some of the women's shelters, the battered women's shelters, and some of the um, special education needs. Um community organizations also. Um, of course, like she said, we've made history in Houston, in Dallas, and in New York, mm-hmm. placing poetry on um, on the improv stage, and we've been growing ever, ever since. Um, our team mm-hmm. is also amazing. We have um, Midas Touch. We have um, Princella, a.k.a. Karma. We have um, Kanai, Kodak, which... Um, is a guy that works at TSU. We actually work with the organization at TSU to bring poetry into TSU to take back the violence away from TSU. Um, uh-huh. And myself, of course, Kaya and Nebula, but you can find us all under the Soul Poetry page, and that's Soul, S-O-L. Poetry is grammatically correct, and it's easy to find us there. Or you can find us also at um, www.soulcaritas.com. Mm. Well, I tell you what, I, I, I'm just going to say I'm a little moist. I usually do about 20 minutes of at the end of the show, but I'm going to just need to cool down. I want to say thank you so much to everybody who contributed to the show, but especially to you, Midas Touch. You brought along your queen. See, that's what, that's what I'm talking about right there. Like, he didn't come by himself. He came and he brought some feminine energy with himself. I think if we learned anything tonight is that there is an even exchange of energies that should at least occur. Don't be going into this thing blind when you ain't, you ain't bringing nothing. You just come to get something. Let's, 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 let's love each other uh, with making love correctly. Uh, as well as getting that good fuck in. Like, we, we ain't fucking around no more. Like, I think that everybody tonight has been equipped with enough information to have a different experience. Because if, you, if, if you're doing the same thing and ain't getting nothing out of it, you ain't doing it right. You just ain't, you're not, you're not doing it right. And so we want to do it right and we want to do it good. Listen to the lyrics of this song and see if it doesn't make a little bit of difference in uh, what you want to do. Because I, I'm telling you, I, I've always talked, and I don't know if it's unique. I've always thought this because of my limited sexual experience. I think if we're going to do it, we need to do it to an, a point of satisfaction to all of the senses of your body. I call it five-point five sex. You know, all of your senses are intact. And every time, it, it may not be that, but it should at least be uh, satisfactory for yourself and satisfactory to your partner, uh, hopefully together, but at least somebody should get something out of it. One of the queens said very clearly, she said, if you don't know how to bring yourself to that level of 
satisfaction. How in the hell are you going to ask somebody else to do that for you? That's like giving Stevie Wonder a driver's license. Baby, he ain't going to do nothing but be tied up and stuff. Like you, you doing all of this extra working. And I think, too, that instruction is, is important. But I'm not trying to draw you a damn navigation system in the bed. I really need for you to be aware of what is not working and what needs to work because that's what I, I mean, I'm just kind of hands on like that. That's what they teach you in nursing school. That's what they teach you in um, medical school. So that's what I'm going to do. You got to, you know, try some things. And if it don't, if you don't get a rise out of it, you might want to just change positions, change directions. I mean, it's, I don't think it's that hard to please someone, but I absolutely have to be uh, attracted. And that, uh, that energy, I think, is what, what there's. We did get to talk about this tonight, but I know that I've heard that ugly men fuck better, but I'm not going to try that shit because I don't want anybody attra- unattractive to me. I'm looking up and he's groaning and trying to get something. and do- I surround myself with people that are attractive to me just period, attractive in what they look like, attractive in how they speak, attractive in what they do, uh, very passionate about everything that they do participate in because I think it adds that sort of energy and it attracts that sort of energy to me. Now, if we end up getting moody, you know, that's what we say in the country, if we end up getting moody, then that's going to be a very great activity. Listen to this call. Y'all have a good night.
Yeah, we getting it in. We got it in. We got we got sex. We got made love too. We also got a little bit of effing in. Uh, I still have my lady Ashley and Master Midas touch on the line. Somebody clicking. What's going on? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> He's filing his notes from tonight. Uh, is there anything else you wanted to add, Ashley? To what uh, yes, show I, was like. Go ahead. Okay, I wanted to. Um, well, first, I wanted to to let everybody know that because it might have been misconstrued. I do not mean go out there and start slinging the pussy from the free throw line. I do want you to be mindful of that. Close the door. No, go close the door. I'm sorry. I had my kids and stuff with me, but um, but of course, practice safe sex and be mindful of who you exchange that energy with. And if you're not comfortable with just having that no emotion connected sex, don't do it because you're going to get yourself hurt. So you got to ease yourself into that kind of stuff. Um, Another thing I did want to touch on is that when you mentioned that you don't have time to be explaining to a man what he should be doing, that's another reason why a lot of women are over 40 that have never had an orgasm or that have a difficult time having um, sexual, having receiving pleasure doing sex because they're afraid to tell a man or they feel like it's a waste of time, which with women, we're so complex, and men are not. They all learned Mm. how to have sex. Either somebody told them or they saw it on TV. With us, Mm. we don't Mm. have to tell a man, okay, look, you need to go here and do this. It's all in when he's at a certain spot, just moan a little louder or let him know that you like that right there. You don't have to tell him, say, look, the sex is awful. There's ways you can do it, mm-hmm. and it's just guiding him. Be, don't be afraid to move his hand or move his head and show him where you want him. So mm-hmm. a lot of times we expect a man to know, and I'm going to tell you about some ugly dudes. Okay, I had an ugly dude one time, and he put it down. He wasn't, like, booger wolf ugly, but I wouldn't go take pictures and recreate with this dude. <laughs> so... 
and then also the thugs. I have to say, I have not met a thug yet that didn't know how to put it down because thugs are disrespectful and he's gonna disrespect it and it's gonna feel good. But I wanted to add mm. that too because I couldn't speak earlier because I had the kids with me. But I did want to let women know that that you have you cannot be afraid to tell a man what you want and let him know that. I want you to do it this way. You don't have to necessarily say, I don't like that. Don't do that. That was bad. Because men, mm. they have their egos and they have their pride, and they'll just hear the, the negatives and just tune you mm. out and won't even hear that you're giving them a compliment and you're telling him that you liked it better when he did it this way. So always go in with the good and let him know what he is doing right. And to keep doing that, and yeah, mm-hmm, I don't mm-hmm. have to do that so much, but do this, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. Yeah, your sister is back. Your sister is back on the line, and I think I interrupted her when she was trying to uh, give us a little bit of information about, uh, what was it, Contra? Uh, uh, Key, are you still there? Me? I'm here. Hello. Okay. Is there anything else you wanted to add to what was said tonight? We got like 18 minutes, and uh, then we'll give Midas. And there's a caller that's come back in case she needs to ask any questions we want to offer that as well. We got about 18 minutes. Yes, no, maybe so. Hello? Yes. I'm maybe you have something to say. Hello? Hello? Yes, Oh, girl, I'm sorry. My phone was on mute. Y'all got to excuse me. I'm I'm old. I can't, you know, I can't get this stuff right. Um, it's a bedtime. <laughs> it's past my bedtime. It's after nine. Um, <laughs> no, um, I mean, it's, it's a few things that I want to touch on real quick. Um, I'll be quick about it. Um, we don't have enough knowledge of ourselves. We don't right. know our bodies, right? A lot of women... Mm-hmm don't know how to find their own G-spot. They don't know how to develop enough stimulations to get to an orgasm. And the same thing with men. Like, we don't take the time to study our bodies. We feel like um, if we just get to it and stick and move that we have it, we got it, Mm -hmm. we know how to have sex. Or if somebody's moaning, okay, we're doing a good job, but that's not 100% true. We have to learn who we are, right? In order for us mm-hmm. to reach reach that um, level of intimacy with our bodies, so we have to actually go along with ourselves before we join in with partners. And a lot of people don't mm-hmm. understand that. Um, I feel like if we take the, if we take that time to you know pick up books and read about ourselves, or actually take that time to sit down and pleasure ourselves and stop being ashamed of who we are, or being ashamed to touch mm-hmm. ourselves then we'll be able to explore that on a different level. Um, I know my sister Ashley, um, I'm not really into it a lot. I study about myself, though, but I know Ashley studies from different aspects. So she can talk to a sister about their womb or their um their body. It's like she can t- sit down and have a um, consultation with a man about them, too, because she studies that deep into it. I'm not into all that. <laughs> but I know... But but I know for a fact that she takes her time out to actually study the anatomy of the body and to study, you know, sexual, you know, energies. 
So mm-hmm. that's something that and it's good to have people around us that we can actually go to and talk to about that, about this type of stuff and have it as confidential information. You can sit down and you right. can have confidentiality and sit down and talk to a sister or a brother who actually studies or look into these things. Like a lot of, a lot of points that Sean touched on today. I mean, a lot of brothers need to go ahead and sit down and take some notes from Sean. Like, this mm-hmm. is the things that we need to have going on instead of just thinking that we can just sit down and fuck, and that's it. <laughs> right, 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 right. And, and, if I, and I'm not a sexologist or anything like that, but I do think that people think that what they have done with the last satisfied customer is going to work with everybody. Like, don't bring mm, it right. Mm. Like, don't, no, no, not at all. And I, you know, like, do you think that's the, Midas, do you think that's the reason why men are pretty good at, you know, you know, because I know it, it could be some guy that you don't even like. Like, I don't even want you to really breathe, but you can fuck me. Like, you can really get it because they have practiced and learned themselves enough to know what pleasures them so they can bring themselves mm-hmm. to the, the session with with their stuff. And women come, we just be like, what do y'all do? And she ain't got a clue. She ain't got a clue what to tell him. She doesn't have a clue of what she can even do herself. She's not introducing him to anything. Do you think that's why men are so good at this? Because I think this is something that men already know. So this is gonna this is going to uh, tread into some other waters, but one of the things so to address that, let's say this first: a lot of it is psychological, and people discount just how powerful the mind is, mental stimulation is. There can be a brother who's not necessarily great in bed; he can be the whatever average is, whatever your average is. It's individual, but. If he exudes that confidence and he has that right look and that swag and that smell and everything else, if she's mentally turned on, he doesn't have mm-hmm. to do a whole lot to get her there mm-hmm. because half the work has been done. She mm-hmm. can be so excited. You take a woman that goes to a concert to see her favorite artist, right? So whoever that artist is, let's say it's R. Kelly, she's out in the crowd she is so enamored and turned on by him when he leans down from the stage with his microphone. He goes, "My mind's telling me no." She she passes out because in her mind she is already so excited, and the body will respond to the mind. It'll respond physically, but it'll respond just that much faster with the mind, and it'll be that much more intense with the mind. So I don't think that, that there's so many guys out there whose who sexual prowess is just on point. He could just have the confidence of who he is within himself that can turn her on enough to where she'll want to give it to him. It's not that there's a guarantee that he's going to be great in bed. It's just that she's turned on by what she sees, the energy that she gets from him. And at the same time, the more turned on she is, the more comfortable she is in the presence of his confidence, then the more comfortable she is to try other things. And in trying those other things, she can experience sensations that she's never felt before. And that in turn, she equates she equates that to him being this astronomical lover. When if he, let's say it's just oral sex. Okay, so She's had oral sex before, and she's had an orgasm from oral sex before. 
But if she sees this guy that just totally does it for her, everything that about him just turns her on, when he performs oral sex, he can perform oral sex the exact same way as the last guy, but she is going to equate that to being so much more intense, so much more into it because she was already turned on by him before by him. he started to act. And so everything that he does, that, that sensitivity is heightened. It's, it's yes. so much higher. That's, when that's when the guy the calls his woman up and guy, says, hey, I'm sorry, go ahead. Uh-huh. Uh-uh. When the guy so, calls the woman up and he says, hey. Yeah, so take two people who are in a relationship, okay, and she's attracted to her man. You know, she generally how he dresses, how he looks, and everything else. When he calls her up, you know, at 3 o'clock and says, I want you to go straight home uh-huh. and don't stop. Unless you need to get gas, get gas, but don't go anywhere. Don't go to the cleaners. Don't go to your mom's. Don't go get groceries. Don't do nothing. I'll take care of that. You come straight home because I want you when you get home. She, if, if they have that sort of relationship, she's turned on, and she's going to go straight home. Uh-huh. And she's already uh-huh. more turned on than she would be normally simply because of that that commanding confidence that he just gave her when he gave her those directives. Now let's back it up and say that he started the day off with a note on the seat of her car when she got in that morning, and he sent flowers that afternoon, or maybe didn't send flowers, but he stopped by for lunch, brought her lunch, and sat down and had lunch with her, and he's wearing the types of clothes that she normally likes to see him in. If it's a suit, he might have on a blue suit, because she loves to see him in blue. So he has on the blue suit, which does it for her. But he's already done things that day that already have her turned on. So even Mm -hmm. if he didn't tell her to come straight home after work, these things that he's done prior to the act already have her excited. So when she walks Mm -hmm. through the door, whatever kisses, whatever Mm -hmm. touch, whatever caress, whatever he does with her physically is going to be through the roof. Because mm-hmm. she was already mentally turned on. The flip side to mm-hmm. that coin is is that just as just as well or as easy as the mind can take you to that place of ecstasy, it can also prevent you from getting there. If you're the type of woman that says, well, you know, I can never have an orgasm from penetration, you know, I can only get it from clitoral stimulation, you know, so on and so forth. If you go into it with that mindset, then you're not going to mm-hmm. have an orgasm because your mind is already someplace else. Even while you're mm-hmm. having sex with him. You're thinking, okay, well, you know, I'm going to let him get his, and then, you know, I'm going to do this. I just want to make sure he's pleased and so on and so forth. And I'll either take care of myself in the shower, in the bathroom, or I'm going to have him go down on me before we have sex so that I can get mine. Your mind Mm -hmm. is preventing you from getting there. And the things that you Mm -hmm. keep in your mind and store in your mind can keep you from getting there. Like Ashley says, if you don't know yourself, like Cayenne says, if you don't know yourself, then – You just go down this one-track road to intimacy, and all you know are the things that you've encountered along that track. If you never switch tracks, then you never find out anything else. You never open yourself to anything else. So you're not going to experience that. So that's what I'm in there. I look at – I want women to think every time they see a man, like, what is he going to open up in me? I I want – that's what I've – expect and I I was about to say earlier that it's just sad that if everything that he says is exactly on point and he looks on point and he walks on point and he is 
you know, on point, and then you get there and it's not on point. I think it's because the verbiage is so, like, people toss it around now. Like, I've heard so many men say, I want to make love to your mind. Like, I want, I want to make love to your mind. Okay, that's what your mouth is saying. But you ain't doing anything to make my mind even remember that you said that or that I remember what you walked like or you stood out from the crowd. Like, a lot of men know how to say the things, but uh, the performance, I mean, that's the same thing. Like, I don't think I'm like the bomb sex goddess or anything, but I don't, I'm not going to speak on something that I don't know that I can absolutely do for that person. And I don't like a whole lot of instructions. I don't want you to tell me, you got to do this, 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 this. Let me learn you. I ain't even trying to love you. I'm just let me see what I can find. That's, I think, the approach that should, that it should be like that. Is that not true? Well, so I, I'm of the I'm of the mindset that tell me what you need from me. You know, it, it so there should be some exploratory things. You know, because you get it does get old. You don't want to have to direct the person. You know, left, right, left, right, up, down, back. Up. You don't want to do that because now you're not even you're not enjoying it because you're focusing on giving directions. So mm-hmm. when you have these discussions, when you have a discussion, the discussion should take place. Sometime after the act, I don't want to say before cause, because then people want to say, well, well, how long before, like 10 minutes before, 15 minutes before, because mm-hmm. then you go into it with this anxiety, right? You have to think about mm-hmm. it. Well, we just talked. So now she expects me to do this, 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 and I don't remember everything she said. And she's over there like, I just told his ass to do this, and he still didn't do mm-hmm. it. So right. approach them from a place of peace. Treat them like you would treat a child. When your child does their little project from school, you know, the first time they glued, glued some macaroni cardboard or the first time they made a paper mache, as messed up as it was, as indistinguishable as what they were trying to build, what do you tell that child? You don't say, well, honey, I know you did your best, but that don't, that don't look like Santa Claus. That, that, look, that look a hot mess. They look like six broken up peppermint sticks. You don't say that to your child because you know it would break their spirit. What you say to that child, hey, you did great. You know what? Next time we can do this. I'm not saying speak Mm -hmm. to your mate like you're talking to a child, but the concept, the principle is the same. Positive reinforcement. Tell them what they did right first. Let them know Mm -hmm. that, hey, you know, I also like this. If they do something that you like but they don't do enough of it, say, you know what I really love? I love it when you do this to me. And say, well, honey, you know, I know that you be into it and you kind of do this and that and so on and so forth. But, you know, when when, when we were like this, that's kind of, it's like a little uncomfortable for me. You know, that, that it kind of like it hurts. So you, you approach from a place of peace. If you ever come in a combative sense, what you're going to get is him putting up his defense. And at that point, mm-hmm. he's going to spend all of his time defending himself and justifying his actions but if you come from a place of peace and let him know that what you are trying to do is make it better between the two of you, what you enjoy with him, not say, I don't like sex with you because you do this. Say, no, I want to really enjoy this with you. I want, to, I want us to go to another level with this. So I'm talking to you about this. Keep it positive, and you can most likely get him to do the things that you want. But when you assume that this person should just know you set yourself up for all types of disappointment. 
because now you have expectations that are unrealistic. And did you discuss these expectations ahead of time? Before you jumped in the sack with them, did you have that discussion? You say, well, hey, I expect you last at least 20 minutes. Did you have that discussion with him? Did you say, I want you to go down on me before we have sex? I, I, I like, you know, go down on you before I have sex. Because turn me, did you say all of that? Or did you just expect him to know that? And vice versa, men, men should do the same thing with women. So it, it's about the communication. If you don't communicate that, then you, you're not going to get closed mouths, don't get fed. You better push. Right. That's why I don't mind asking for heads. <laughs> Well, I got the answer to that question. We're down to two minutes, guys. This is the end of the show. But look, this song is for you, Ashley, because I think this is the answer to all of it. All right. Light y'all. Somebody waiting, baby. Going home, don't want to jeopardize your safety. Maybe later, we shake the haters and get busy. You say you want to do same thing, then get with me. If not, then hit me. I know you know the history. Last ride round, looking real crispy. Ride round town, top down on the grizzly. Grind all the time to say how to eat the sizzling. I thought I told you we run stop signs. We don't stop till the cop come knocking. Try to block shine, not mine. Swan gone rhyme, why? Like sunshine and cold north through summertime. Now bow down. Yeah. 